Welcome back to the LED Project Podcast. This is episode 114. And uh, no guest, no guest this time. It's just me, Kyle Krieger, and my boy, Will Law. Will, what's good? Oh, man, what's going on, man? I'm excited about life and learning now, man. It's going, whew, going fast, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what, we, it is what we're making it. Let right. me say it that way. Right. what we're making. Um, we are we're doing this episode without a guest because there's some uh, some cool stuff that we've got going on that we haven't had much of a chance to talk about. Uh, so we want to just come on here and wrap a little bit, give you an update about what's been going on with us. I can't believe it's October. It's October. I know. October first today, man. Yeah, that 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 hit my kids as a big shocker, you know, because they were like, you know, what's today? I was like, October first. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, and I, 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 you know, we, we always joke around with my kids, but we always joke around that my, they say my class is, um, it always moves so fast. Like everything moves so fast because they're always having fun. So I told them, I say, now, if we looked up right now, we're in that October. I said, that means we're having a lot of fun. We learn a lot of math. Let's, let's put our heads down and work up, you know, work through December, take our break, then work back up. So I'm trying to get them in the mindset of working in quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, I mean, like I say, you know, working in this environment is is new to me in the sense that I've never worked with this demographic. And, um, <clears throat> you know, and there, there, there's been challenges that, um, that I don't know we didn't get on here to talk about that, but that's part of, you know, that's part of the reason that we wanted to bring this special um, to, to the campus. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the MAC. Let's talk about the MAC. Yeah. So. Um, the Music and Arts Collective, man, it's been something that's been on my heart for a while. I actually wanted to do it before, but again, it wasn't the right audience. I think it had to have the right audience in order for this program to succeed. And this, this is like the perfect environment for, for something like this. And so many kids who, who were getting in trouble just on the idea of being able to be a part of this collective of bringing people together from art photography, videography, uh, spoken word, songwriting, singing, rapping, and putting them all in one space together to have creative freedom, you know, and just giving them visions to work on. I mean, like I say, just going through the interest meeting with the kids, the kids were so blown away that it was even something being offered like that at the school because a lot of kids, they feel forced to either do sports or to do band. You know, that's kind of... You know, and this year we have a lot going on with our kids, you know, and this is just, this touches a, a very sensitive subject for me because, you know, music is my, my first love. You know, that's the very first thing that I can say that it captivated me and, and, and kept me coming back, you know, from a self-taught musician at five years old, learning to play the piano to now, you know, where, you know, I've, I've, it's gotten me, music has been the reason that I've got every, to every stage of my life. And it's just, I feel like, and I think we've talked about this before. I felt like I cheated some of my other students because I didn't share this side of me with them. Right. You know, I kind of stayed in the whole, yeah, I like music, but I didn't really introduce myself as a musician, as a creator in the realm of my kids and get them involved in that process. You know, We'll be sitting there listening to music, playing instrumental songs, and all of a 
sudden they'll ask me a question. I say, you got to rap it or you can sing it. Sing it or you can rap it. You know, we just kind of go back and forth. And these kids are sitting there trying to bust out freestyles about the math that they don't understand. And, you know, but it, it creates a space to where, where, where the kids are really getting involved. You know, and I just finished Chris, Christopher M, Dr. Emden's book, uh, White Folks to Teaching the Hood and Other Folks Too. And I sent it off to people when I finished it, man, because it is such a powerful um, collection of words that surround my experience right now. You know, a lot of the things that he right. talks about in his book, you know, dealing with kids and dealing with them on their level. <clears throat> you know, not saying that I'm going to, you know, some people take that as saying, oh, since they talk a certain way, then I have to talk a certain way to them in response. When really it's, it's more, if they speak a certain way, then let me understand the way they, why they speak the way they speak so that I can do it within context with them. Not in a sense of mockery, but in a sense of inclusion. You know, and I think that's something that hip hop is, is hip hop is, it's, in, it's inclusionary. I mean, we can look at the charts right now and see every genre of music is influenced by hip hop and hip hop at this point has no color. You know, it was initially, you know, the, the voice of the urban youth. But as Dr. Endum said, you know, <clears throat> that urban scene has changed. <laughs> you know, it used to be urban was the hood. You know, and urban's not really the hood anymore. The urban kids have migrated to the suburban areas, which gives a different demographic and a, a totally different perspective on, 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 on a social, like the socialization skills, because it's totally different. And, um, and I think hip hop brings all this together and gives kids a, a, a fair, you know, like a common ground. Because everybody loves hip hop, man. I mean, it's, it's the fastest growing, most popular genre of music on the planet. You know, so why wouldn't you, as an educator, embrace that with these kids? You know, and we don't just listen to hip hop. I mean, we listen to all music. You know, I put it on top hits and kind of learning what kids like, what song give them certain reactions, um, and making sure I'm liking those to keep those in rotation. Because again, I think, again, back to hip hop, it gives everyone an opportunity to have their own unique voice in what they do. So I'm really excited about it, man. I, I know I may be rambling, but it really touches me, man, because it's like, it gives me a purpose. Like I come home, I'm ready to work on some music or, Write, write a poem or try to sketch out a picture of a vision or something that I'm seeing because these are all the things that we're going to be asking the students. You know, so it's kind of unfair for me that I have not had that experience myself to show so that I can truly share them, <clears throat> share with them the authenticity of sitting down in a writer's circle for 20 minutes, just writing your thoughts. Unlimited, unbridled. Don't, don't censor yourself. Just write what you're thinking about at that mm -hmm. very moment and capturing that and putting it on paper and then having the courage to share those thoughts out with people. You know, that's one of the things that we said from day one um, is that this is a true collective all, all for one. And I think that, you know, you can see kids who want to try to buck that system, you know, but at the same time, that's probably the most important rule for me is that respect everyone's voice. You know, and I do it by modeling it to them so they can understand this is how it is. You know, even Dr. Endum talks about the one mic, 
the principle of one mic. There's only one microphone. So only one person has the opportunity to share the, share the floor at that time, but know that everybody's going to get an opportunity to hold the mic. You know, so give everybody their peace and learn and grow from one another. And I think that's where we really have to get our kids to working in that collaborative grouping. And again, that's going to transcend to the classroom because one of the things we want to do is to each week challenge the kids to go out and look for opportunities to model the skill that we're talking about. You know, put it to practical use and then document it through Flipgrid in a weekly, you know, documentary where they just kind of talk, goes, you know, almost like going to sitting in a booth, turning the camera on and just doing the video, you know, um, video biography real quick, just on what you're experiencing. I think it'll be good for the kids to kind of be able to have that as a, as a tool to kind of go back to, you know, to say, oh, when I first started out at this, this was my thinking, but now I'm, you know, in week four, and I, I, I really see that big picture. You know, I see what um, <clears throat> what having this global sense of a lens has and the impact that it's had on me with some of the minuscule stuff that I deal with every day that really on a grand scale doesn't really matter. And I think that giving them that type of, giving them a coping skill, you know, something that's going to help them in the future to understand how to get through. You know, I just started the book, um, Chip Baker, big shout out to Chip. Uh, I was over on his podcast, The Success Chronicles. Um, <clears throat> and he, his book is called Growing Through Your Go-Through. You know, and, and when, as I started reading it, it was just a conversation, kind of like you and I started, you know, between he and Dr. Reed, um, the co-author. And it was just a conversation between them about what, how do you really grow when you're going through different things? You know, when you have those challenging days as a teacher, how do, you, how do you grow through that? You know, and I think that's just like we want to teach that to kids, we have to teach that to teachers also, you know. And I told my kids all the time, I'm like, look, go tell your teachers, have a conversation with them and say, look, I'm trying to change. I know I may have been this, but I, I'm, I'm holding myself accountable to say to you, I want to be something different. And I say, watch how that transcends that relationship between you and that teacher. You know, are you going to get along perfectly with everyone? I don't know. That's, 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 that's wishing, you know, that's wishful thinking. But I should be able to maintain myself in any situation because I'm, I'm intentionally focused on what, what the end game is. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and, and in our conversations we've been having, we've talked about just how part of this was born out of the podcast too, because it, it's from the conversations, you know, you know, talking about Mike, Mike Berezny, you know, Mikey mm -hmm. is, is such an inspiration and, and Ryan Parker and, you know, being able to talk with, you know, Chelsea and Caitlin, who we, who we met up with at teacher heart out and, and, and Matt Bokey has agreed to like help kids out, you know, with, with the photography aspect and, and the great thing about technology and, you know, we're recording this on zoom right now is that right. we can have, you know, Matt come in and, and, and he's agreed to like talk to kids about photography on zoom. And, you know, you've got uh, Paul McGee and, and, you know, so this is kind of where we're going to put an ask out there to the people who listen to our podcast. Like if you know somebody who's a creative or an artist of, of any kind that, would want to mentor kids in this program, whether they're in Houston or whether they're anywhere, like 
please send them our way. Or if you know, like we've had some, we've had support support from a lot of people, but if you know ways we can get, you know, equipment donated or places where we can find those things to where we can really provide this um, for our kids, because this is, it's, it's happening at your school, but it's, it's under our umbrella. And we're really excited because, you know, for three years, we've been trying to find what, what the right tone and tenor was for us to have an authentic program for kids. And it, you know, we've kicked, I mean, we must've kicked around a dozen ideas before this like mm-hmm. came and, and it, it came so naturally and organically, but it was based out of both the conversation and the inspirations, like, you know, from those people following Ryan Parker, following the hip hop head movement. You know, we talk about Toby Nwigwi, mm-hmm. who, you know, we both had the chance to meet, who is a Houston hip hop artist who's just doing crazy awesome stuff. And, you know, it's just those things that for us, this, this feels like the right program at the right time. And, and, you know, we're asking for your help because this is not, this is not a one-off. We want to, you know, be a part of this, you know, hip hop. We want to use hip hop ed, but we want to be, not just a force for teachers, but a, for, a force for students to really, you know, bring to them what, what, or, or speak, like you said, speak to them and, and create with them on their level. Because, you know, we've talked right, about But, you know, you know, I was going to say, I don't mean to cut you off, but, you know, I, I was just having a conversation with kids today and I was sharing with them how they should use the things that work that I use with them with their teachers. That was a challenge that I said today. I was like, look, I say, when we have conflict, how do I deal with it? I say, even when you get your attitude, how do I deal with you? You stay calm. Okay. So if I'm staying calm, I'm showing you that that's how you handle a situation that could potentially go the wrong way. I say, so when you have a teacher that may, out of that day, may be feeling out of sorts and you do or say something that's out of the way, how do you deal with that same situation when you're dealing with that teacher? knowing how I deal with you when you're in the same way. And I think just putting that, that, that corrective lens, so to speak, on the socialization of what the purpose of school is, uh, because to a lot of kids, it's, it's become a social, a social game. And, and I told them, I said, it, it, it is a social experiment, but it often everybody's being who they're supposed to be. That's the only time it works. If, if you're being someone else, to try to impress somebody else. It's all a crazy situation because now your, your inauthenticity, authenticity causes other people to be fake. And now you're surrounding yourself in an environment that, that, that's dishonest and, and it's kind of, it's crippled from the start, so to speak. I say, but when you're your best self, and it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're that nerdy kid that likes, likes to do one thing or if you're the job kid that likes to do that. The fact is, I shouldn't care about why I'm not able to do what you're doing to get what you're doing. I should be too focused on doing me and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I think that's that kind of social media has, has, has blinded our kids, social media, reality TV. It's given them a false sense of reality that they think that a lot of the drama and all that stuff, like that's what's supposed 
supposed to be that's the norm. As life is a drama in, our, in, in and of itself. I say, because in the drama, you have your, your happy moments. You have your moments of bliss. You have your moments of, of, of success and prosperity. But also you have a middle part where, where, where the antagonist comes in and shakes things up. And then you have an ending. And you would hope that when you end in this situation that you end in a better way than you started, which is going to put you at a better launching pad for your next. So being able to, for me right now, to be in the ears of these students in this way, giving them the, these really good do doses of real reality TV, so to speak. You know, and that's why I'm really excited about doing this documentary so that, so that the kids can see um, this, this, this is unscripted. You know, this is what happens when you get a bunch of creative kids together in a room and say, create. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what happens when you have a brand new school and you have kids from all over who are coming together just trying to find their way. This is what happens then. Um, and I think that that, like I said, man, I'm, I'm excited for what the Mac is going to bring. We have a very diverse group of kids. I mean, from your hip-hop rap artist to your Spanish singing guitar player. You know, um, it, it is a gambit of music and young musicians and producers who are trying to um, get themselves established. You know, I told them, you don't have to be polished. You're, you know, you're 12, 11, 12, 13 years old. I'm not looking for you to be polished, but I'm looking for you to come willing to be, to be, to be uh, uh, buffed out so that you can shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to come shining, but if you come ready to shine, we, we can help you get there uh, and help you get there the right way. You know, just, you know, some of the ideas, you know, our first topic that we're covering, goal setting, helping kids see the big picture. And so um, the thing that we're doing is it's okay to be different if being different means I'm being me. And so the kids are going to create around that theme. That's going to be their very first creation that they're going to do. Um, and so the artists are going to give us a rendering of what that looks like via art. You know, photography, what does this look like? Put us together a collage of what that looks like. The singers and the rappers are going to put together a song or, you know, a duet or write. I mean, it, it's, man, I'm telling you, I'm so, so excited um, for what, the potential of this program is going to be, man. Like, and you were right, man, because, you know, having Mikey be on and having Ryan Parker reminded me as an educator that I don't have to give up that thing that I love the most, even though that's not the area I'm teaching in my class. Let's give us, a, you know, if we're given a space to where we can create that, let's create this. Because, again, I was that kid who wished that I did not have to go the band right route, the traditional band route, to get into music that I could have just done it, you know, but because of the situation, I had the traditional route because that's all that was available. You know, now, you know, with me growing up hip hop, this is, you know, I tell my kids, I say, you all listen to music. I lived hip hop. You know, when hip hop first came out, that was telling my story of coming up, you know, in the eighties and the nineties, you know, and I want them to appreciate the movement of what hip hop did not just for what's making you bob your head right now, but for the history of the people who, who established this culture that now it really kind of, it drives our, our, our nation and everything. I mean, 
Twitter exploded because of hip hop. I mean, once you got mentioned about something, they mentioned, you know, Twitter being on this in, in a hip hop song, it changes everything. You know, all the way back to Run DMC when they first came out with my Adidas. You know, as soon as they said that, what happened? Adidas sales went through the roof. Everybody had to get them some shell toes. So that's the power that hip hop has for, for the student. And so as an educator, knowing that I can play a song that these kids feel and they'll know the songs by tomorrow, <laughs> knowing that this is what, how the kids learn, because I love it when I'm sitting there listening and all of a sudden a song will come on and you can hear it almost like in chorus, all the kids are singing the hook while we're in the classroom. And I told them, I said, I'm not going to stop you. I promise I'm not. I say, now, if you're being silly and outlandish, yeah, but if y'all get into it and, and it's a song, man, stop, get into that song, let's celebrate it, then let's get back to work. Because again, mm -hmm. what do I do? If I'm sitting here studying or something and I'm listening to music, and I'm, I'll, get, I'll pay honor to the music when it feels and it hits me, you know, I keep my pad next to me, so now I'm writing more. So if I feel something, I'll just start jotting something down real quick and come back to it a little bit later on, you know? But I think sharing, even that, just that moment there, sharing stuff like that with kids so they can see how this doesn't have to impede what you're doing. It actually adds value to what you're doing because it gives you a stronger focus. And when you get to the point, like now my kids are creating raps and songs as their projects. Like I've, I've stopped teaching. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I'm going to have to send out a message to my parents because my students are not understanding it. But I said, oh, I'll do it. You know, I'll let the kids teach themselves. Now show me what you've learned. Uh, I'll help you connect the dots type of deal. Um, and I've noticed just in this third week of doing it, the kids that are, are motivated, they're moving. They're moving faster than anybody else, and they're getting it. You know, so when you're adding in different things that they really love, man, Man, it, it reminds me from day to day while I, why I came back to the classroom. It really does. It yeah, man, really does. you should, uh, you should, you should. I, I was hoping in there because I don't know how many times I can't even count the number of times we'll be in a conversation and all of a sudden you're just into a freestyle. And I was thought I thought you were maybe going to drop one real quick here, but I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favorite things. Man, you know, we've been doing a lot. Um, um, you know, like the little the little piece that we did on uh, it's okay to be different. If being different means I'm being me. Like I just recorded. We went to the studio Saturday, and um, man, I sat down with the, with the microphone and and real old school style. You know, no booth, just in the middle of a garage. You know, and man, it felt good. I don't think I've ever, it's been years since I've actually just sat and just rapped and freestyled and recorded myself and listened to myself and, you know, just went back and forth. And I was like, oh man, this is addictive, you know, it's, right. <laughs> and it really got me, man. And I, you know, I ended up staying over there longer than I was supposed to, you know, so, but you know, I'm going to drop something, man. I'm going to, I'm going to put, we, we have something coming out, man. And I'm going to put it out there. We'll see what happens. You never know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. So, uh, anything else you want to wrap about quick before we jump off here? I know you got to get to some homework and I got to get a few things popping here. We're, uh, like I said, we're getting set, uh, putting together a presentation on podcast for, uh, 
AIE in San Antonio, which is the second week in November that we're really um, excited about. And I'm, I'm excited for your, your talk on uh, teacher leadership. It's going to be really good. Yeah, you know that. You know, it's funny because being now a skill specialist and I actually kind of can take a back seat to all the administrative stuff, it really ignited in me, man, why I talk. You know, I, I see why teachers don't want to give that up. You know, um, there are principles. I think a lot of teachers, people who come in as teachers, they kind of know this is, I'm going to be a principal. And, but, man, if I, if I retire from the classroom, that, I mean, like, if, when I leave, I'll leave from the that way. You know, my next level will be leaving, going to either to a larger classroom in the college ranks or you know, the classroom, you know, with the nonprofit, but I'm not, I'm a classroom teacher, man. I, I, you know, I think that's, that's where my bread and butter is, man. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to me more engaging, man, than walking in my classroom and even just leading my kids in a little clap. You know, I'll do something, they'll repeat it again and they repeat it and then we'll just get into a little crescendo and man, it's just so awesome to feel that energy. And it's like, I think that's what teachers lack when they go into the classroom. We become so strategic, so planned, so scripted that we, we, we forget that none of that's going to go over if you don't have that right energy. Hmm. You know, um, you know, I'm be honest, you, you know me, I'm more laid back. I'm not, you know, I'm not a Ron Clark stand up on your, uh, stand up on top of the desk type of guy, hmm. you know? So, but, you know, I am the one that's going to sit there and, you know, bust out a freestyle with my kids, you know, when they ask me questions, just, you know, just start rapping with them. And, you know, they're like, do you do this all the time? I'm like, I do. I do. It's fun. You know, but I think it just, it shows them that, okay, my teacher's a real person. You know, he's not this robot that comes out. And so, no, nah, man, it's like we say, building relationships, adding value. And we know that whenever you add value to something, it's going to, it's going to appreciate. Mm -hmm. So that's my, um, that's, that's where I hang my hat, man. That's what we do. What we do is to, to, to really, really, really build relationships authentically. Right. So, so, you know, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Um, thanks for tuning into the podcast. We super appreciate it. Um, if you're finding value in our podcast, you could do us a super solid and, uh, Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes if that's yeah. listening to it. That would mean the world to us. The reason we're looking for you to do that is because uh, the more ratings we get, the more likely likely we are to show up on searches when teachers are searching for education podcasts. And you know, we just want to keep sharing stories and and doing those things. But um, yeah, one fourteen uh, by the. The, the first one next week will be our 100th of, oh, uh, yeah, 100th of the year. Wow. So. Wow. Man, you know, that's crushing our little expectations. <laughs> Blew them out a long time ago, man. That's, um, yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, we were talking a little bit prior, you know, we're going to be setting some expectations for the rest of the year and, getting set to set the goals for 2019 but uh thank you again for tuning into the led project you want to you want to sign us out of here will oh man just everybody just have a great one and just smile love
laugh a lot. And remember, it's all about peace, love, and respect. Peace, love, and respect.